Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. You are <laughs> nice. Uh, Hello and welcome to the Freemasons podcast with your hosts, Great Worship Brother George Marjorie, Worship Brother Joe, and Worship Brother Ken. We're up here, episode two oh nine, and we are doing the Ginger Strikes Back, the Star Wars yep. and Freemasons connection, if there may be one. We are going to explore it. I have a great article from a brother, Tim Hogan. Oh, about it. Good. And we're going to read that and we're going to kind of go through that. And uh, Joe is dressed like, I don't know, a, it's like half Chewbacca, half <laughs> Ben <laughs> Kenobi here. And this shit. is my uh, leftover Jesus costume from the, <laughs> the Yanks. Uh, sabotage. Uh, the, uh, the canceled Easter yeah. um, thing that uh, got pulled after the calamity known as the uh, Santa, Santa Sabotage. sabotage. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I figured I'd recycle it as a, a little bit of a. A Jedi thing. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. What do we say? Let's do some uh, general housekeeping Brought first. My lightsaber, if you want to touch it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? <sighs> I see. Nine, Nine inches, inches long. Lightsaber. Unicorn <laughs> hair core. Oh, no, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, let's do some general housekeeping. Gun. Yeah. All right. So over on Instagram, um, this one you're gonna love. This one, Joe. Better than Joe's bean soup. <laughs> Chance Wayne Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Aaron DeLay and Mark Namia. Thank you, friends and brothers. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I know like who that. that is. Garrett. <laughs> Garrett the Barbarian. I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we don't have any Apple reviews, and uh, I think that's all we got. So, uh, Joe. Yes. Lead it. All right. Brothers, right hand to arm. Oh, wait. I am, oh, oh, I am okay. completely unprepared. Oh, Jesus. I am sorry. I probably should have said something earlier. I clean them. I don't fill them. That's fair enough. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Obi-Wan. You're welcome. You were my only hope, and now my cannon is charged in a line, thanks to you. All right, Joe. Have at it. Brothers, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Way better without the Ooh. Death of Eater mask on this time. Yes. Yeah, we're back in the flow <laughs> I told now. you, it was all about the peripheral vision, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, how do we want to do this? You want me to read this article first? Yeah, why don't, why don't you read your article We'll start with first. the article, and then we'll go from there. And this yeah. it can be found on sanpedromasons.org. Okay. And this is uh, Star Wars Mythological Origins by Timothy Hogan. Oh, mm. we know him. We do yeah, know we him. Do. Mm-hmm. 
Friend of the show. So uh, let's get it started here. Um, It has been the subject of many Masonic historians and authors over the centuries to seek the origins and the elements of the Masonic ritual and to look at the myths, symbols, and ritual practices of cultures of societies of past ages in an attempt to understand how the rituals of Freemasonry came to be. This is true. We do this on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. I think, right? On the regular. Um, the efforts of speculative Freemasons have usually traced some kind of initiatic origin to the uh, to the rites and practices of ancient Egyptians or the philosophical and religious ideas of ancient India and China, and then tracing these ideas through Grecian, Grecian, Elysian, Roman, and sometimes Grecian, Grecian, Grecian. Mm-hmm. Um, like the formula, like the formula you put in your there. You go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, Druic channels and comparing them to biblical narratives from the Torah and New Testament with further exploration into Kabbalistic, Gnostic, and alchemical ideas that influence groups like the Knights Templar of Europe. One need only explore the works of Pike and Mackey to see these winding exploration through history. I'm reading pretty good today. Yeah, I'm, you're doing amazingly well. Yeah, right? I'll be damned. Sorry. Even a broke ass <laughs> clock is right twice a day. <laughs> I seen better. It's all right. Brother Lee Musikov on all the right. comment feed said that either Joe or I should read. So I guess George is just feeling inspired. And Lee's just happy that we're going to be talking about Wookies. Yeah, so no. yeah, he seems stoked one. about this one. Well, because he's like hairy, like one. In the 20th century, a new form of creating mythological stories came into being with the film industry by projecting light into what is going on down the road there. I don't know. What do we what do we say? It looks like a geriatric parade. Anyway, uh, by projecting light onto a wall, stories can be told and experienced by the viewers in a manner similar to drama of a play, or consequently, movies were and consequently movies were made. Like the Shakespeare plays of ages past, many modern movies contain ideas and symbolism of past myths and different cultures, which are just retold in new forms. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's kind of yep. What happens when well, you get a story and it gets retold and retold, and anybody who uh, listens to my uh, Lost Book of Enki will uh, appreciate that. Yeah, and you also have that kind of like <laughs> uh, we talked about in the last episode, that hero's journey, right? right? That archetypal, there's like certain aspects that are entertaining to the mm-hmm. human mind, and, you know, it's been, these themes have been rehashed and reused and reused, and, you know, came, came up in Harry Potter, came up in Star Wars, mm-hmm. see it in the Odyssey. It's like the never-ending story. Yeah, just keeps going on. on. I knew that was coming. I freaking knew that was coming. It should not be surprising in this light, then, to understand the many elements in the ancient myths were also incorporated into uh, Freemasonic ritual in ages past, and that certain themes and symbols that are in Freemasonry were likewise incorporated into modern films. We know this. Mm -hmm. Among modern films... Uh, that contain a number of ideas and themes can also be found in masonry or those of the Star Wars franchise. In this article, I will attempt to show the origin of some symbols and themes found in the Star Wars movies and then show how these same symbols and themes can likewise be found in Freemasonry. I cannot wait, Mr. Hogan. I will not retell the entire Star Wars plot as it falls Mm. upon the readers to watch the Star Wars films for themselves in order to understand the context and ideas I will be exploring. Likewise, as a warning to those who haven't watched a Star Wars film, this article can give away spoilers to the plot of Star Wars. 
Mm. I think in essence what he's saying is, I have the high ground! Yeah. <laughs> and what rock were you living under where this might be a spoiler show for you? But anyway, we'll disclaim it anyway. Warshaw Brother Joe Schultz. George is reading very well. Is the article written in Cran? As a matter of fact, yes. It is. Rose art. Mm. All right. Thank so, you, so, Brother Timothy, for not using words that are too big. Correct. Like, outside of his oh, lexicon. Oh, wait. I haven't wait, finished the article coming. yet. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry. I hope he threw some Easter eggs in there for us. <laughs> Central to the Star Wars story is the idea that there is a binding conscience energy field that surrounds and penetrates all things called the Force. Mm-hmm. True. This is what Masons believe. We have an all-seeing or a grand architect that we believe created and designed, which is... Uh, uh, I guess kind of central to the fellow craft degree, Joe. Part of the ritual, would you say? Yeah. Part of the the middle chamber lecture, in a yep. sense. Yep. Um, I don't remember any telepathy or force pushing. Going no, but talking about how all things are binded by uh, yeah, together. That was done with the goat. Oh, nice. okay. Yeah, no, I see where you're going with that. That <laughs> makes sense. That was done with the goat. Nice. The origins of many of the quotes from the Star Wars movie in which the force is described can be found in the works of, in the works like Tao Te Ching. And in fact, the force is in line with what has been called the Tao, either, or ether, and the all in other philosophical systems of ages past. Tao, we use that in the, the uh, what the hell is the triple Tao? Triple Tau. That's uh, Royal, Arch. Royal Arch. Royal Arch yep. degrees. Uh, that's so, yeah. I mean, and the all is, is in the Cabalion. Yes. The all is everything. Everything is the all. Mm-hmm. I think Tau might be a slightly different concept, though. They might be talking about a different Tau. Well, well again, he was saying that uh, it could be found in the works like Tau Te Ching. In fact, the force is in line with what is being called Tau. So, yeah. 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 Maybe, that's, maybe that's where the, the Tau Easter came origin. from. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, um, know I don't really think we talk about the ether, but eh, neither here nor there. Um, the energy has its various attributes in which many cultures of ages past, which can be found under names like Nos, Kui, Chi, Otic Force, Viral, Ying, Yang, and other names. Some have looked to Albert Pike's ideas about force in his morals and dogma as another way of describing this energy. I will not provide Pike quotes about the force in this article, but I will encourage anybody to read Morals and Dogma. Good luck with that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in <laughs> which Pike's ideas mm-hmm. of the force are elaborated on. And yes, it is in, uh, in a sense, um, he does speak on one of the chapters. Don't quote me which one. But he speaks about the, the, the everything, the, the, the energy, is I think is the word he used, that binds everything together. Like, what's, mm-hmm. what's holding this counter together besides nail screws and... You know, what's holding all... Atomic force. All right, freaking Bill Nye, the science guy. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a there's an unseen force that, that keeps things in its shape. Otherwise, we would just, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Natural law. Yeah, but what controls natural law? Ah. Bingo. Yeah, okay. The force. The so, force. It's made of all living things. <laughs> Light guy central flows to this. through us. Mm. Binds the universe together. So I don't, I don't know the quote. Yeah, that's like pretty much. I'm gonna keep my mouth Joe, shut. Joe, uh, crayon. What did I say wrong? I said you cram. said crayon uh, or whatever. something crazy like that, like graham cracker or something. Uh, maybe Joe and Ken have been uh, pre-screening and rewriting the articles phonetically. <laughs> yeah, you know we haven't, but we really should. <laughs> we really should. The Schwartz. That's uh, PSK Auto. Oh, hello. Hmm. Then, then, then let there be light. It's as if a million Discordians cried out in one <laughs> and were suddenly silenced. 
Got an asshole. Likewise, Collins is our Darth Vader. I think so. Yeah, he's more like uh, a general. More like Grievous. the Emperor. Uh, well, yeah, okay with the Emperor. All right, and then that, that would make Devaney the Darth Vader. Right. Likewise, central to the theme of Star Wars are the characters who seek to understand and utilize this force who go by the name of Jedi. The Jedi Knight is a warrior monk who utilizes and tries to maintain order by being in harmony with the force. Here we go. Kind of like Joe. We're working on... I'm a warrior monk. I think personally we're kind of working on the Knights Templar at this point. Warrior monks. There are some things there, yeah. Yeah. Warrior monks. They, They had their own little... They were a, a sect of, if you think about it, they were a group. They were a religion. They were a religion, one, in the movies. Two, they were they didn't actually work with the quote-unquote government, right? They didn't work with Palpatine. Oh, excuse me. They didn't work for Palpatine. They were separate that kept uh, the peace and harmony and all that stuff. Yep, yep. And they didn't really report to the well, Emperor Palpatine. Well, we didn't know he was Emperor. The Chinese, Chancellor, the, the or Chancellor, whatever. or whatever. They were. They kind of did their own thing. And they kind had of similar to the Knights Templar, right. who worked with swords. Yeah, they got swords. And yeah. then, uh, like in Revenge of the Sith, when uh, the Emperor came to power, one of the first things he did was to send out to to kill all the Jedi. Much correct. Like, um, Philip the Fair. Yeah. Like any good fascist or would. Philip the Fair and the Pope. And the Pope. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that was the first thing they did. Right. So you, I see some some, and that's why I was kind of saying I see more. Was that Order sixty six? Execute Order sixty six. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, let's see here. The Jedi seems to balance his physical and spiritual energies in a matter similar to the symbolism behind the square and compasses in Freemasonry. Okay, I can make that yeah, correlation. Makes sense. I would more compare it to Knights Templar because Knights Templar again was a warrior, and I'm talking about ancient Knights Templar. Uh, they were a warrior society that were deeply pious, and they balanced, you know, being pious, pious, excuse me, with uh, with also kicking some ass. I guess you could say mm-hmm. they had rules of chivalry that, like, codes mm-hmm. of conduct and so forth. And Correct. your Jedi absolutely did. And right. according to the interwebs, the word Jedi is derived from a Hebrew word which means beloved by God. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that. You're doing your work. I did do some work. Uh, the idea of the Jedi Knight comes from the Knights Templar. That's like I just said, which in fact were both monks and warriors. The Templar theme runs through Star Wars. The Templars are featured in the higher degrees of all rites of Freemasonry to include York Rite, Scottish Rite, Swedish, and Rectified Systems. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what the rectified systems is. I never heard that. It might have been an English thing. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, we do love our Knights Templar. Did they pull that out of their rectum? No, rectified as in <laughs> use the force as in fixed. Use the force, which is why it makes me think it's from the you know United Grand Lodge of England because they had that whole you know schism that they had right. to rectify. So I assume that's where. It... By the way, schism was a great Star Trek episode. One of my favorites. Oh yeah, that is a great one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the idea behind warriors who follow a spiritual code can be found going back to all ages in history, but certainly the Templars are the most recent expression of them, true, with many Masonic historians tracing the origins of modern Freemasonry to different Templar strains that survived their persecution by the Roman Catholic Church in 1307. We just talked about them. Mm-hmm. One of the origins of the European model of spiritual severally can be found in the myths and legends of the ancient Celtic traditions. And it is in these Celtic traditions that we likewise find the key to the myths that unlock the story that was utilized for the Star Wars film. Interesting. In ancient Celtic myths and traditions, the first chivalric tradition, which is similar to what is found in Star Wars, is the red branch of Ulster, Ulster, excuse me, 
also known as the Red Branch Knights, in which is believed to have historically been one of the models for King Arthur's Round Table Knights, and some some say Templars themselves. The Red Branch of Ulster is likely also the model for the Rebel fleet in Star Wars, known as the Red Brigade. Interesting. Uh, okay. Which Luke Skywalker becomes part of. Understanding this basis, let us look at some further Celtic mythological elements that can be found in Star Wars and also compare uh, sim- also compare similar elements in Freemasonry. All right, so now we're getting into it here. Um, Luke was what, Red Leader? Was he Red Leader? Or he red was one? Red 1, I red think. One, red, five. Was he red 5. Red 5. Red something or other. Good God! No, what I kind thought, of Star Wars? I thought idiot. Red Five was the the guy whose name is actually Porkins. Porkins, oh guy. yeah, the chubby guy that got wasted. Yeah, he no. was the first one that died. I think. Okay, I'll trust you. I think. Uh, I think Joe is Red One. Come on, look it up. Look it up. Hashtag look it up. Nobody's listening to me. <laughs> what was that? Ken? I, I said heard. Joe is Red One. You're oh. my Red One. <laughs> Better than Red Number Two. Yeah, that's right. I would have went with Two. You have to one. go see a doctor. That shit. <laughs> Isn't there like a? Okay, so you look at the. Uh, the Galactic Empire symbol, you look at the Rebel symbol, like some of yep. those symbols, those logos that are used throughout the Star Wars sagas, some of those have like some kind of Celtic oh. kind of style. Did I just blow up your No, 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 no. Luke Anderson. His name is Luke, so he's got to be right. It says oh, uh, yeah. Red Leader is correct. Oh, okay. So I thought it was Red 5. Well, Joe wins this round. Anakin actually. All right, come on. Let's Anakin flew as Red 5 in a number hey, of battles, so there you go. Let's stay on target. Yeah, um, stay on target. Don't get giddy on me, kid. Porkins couldn't stay on target. <laughs> In the film Star Wars, the main character, Luke Skywalker, has his hand cut off by his father, Darth Vader, also referred to as Vader. And then his hand is replaced with a metal working hand. This is from the Celtic myth of Nuada. Nuada? Nuada? Yeah, whatever. We'll go with it. Nuada is the first king of the Thuthin Didan. Oof, my God. He was also known as... Argiletam, meaning so here sil- we go, Ken. Yeah, the moment is, we've been waiting for, meaning I, silver yeah, hand. You didn't have to wait long. I was Use doing good. I was on a roll. In These both- are not the words you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> in both stories, the new metal hand replaces the original and helps aid them in their battles ahead. Without revealing Masonic secrets, this cutting off of the hand is something that is likewise found in the penalties of Freemasonry. Really. Um, if you look in the right place, as particularly found in the York Rite, okay, yes, there, there is. Yep, there okay, go. yep, that is true. Nuada is known for having a special flaming sword of light that he used that he used to try and stop a lesser dark king named Bress, who works for an overlord overlord king named Balor. However, Nuada was not successful in stopping Bress or Balar, so the job fell to one of his students, Lug, who uh, who likewise inherited Nuada's flaming sword of light. Interesting. I don't know. Wow, about, that uh, sounds very similar to uh, Luke inheriting his father's lightsaber. Yeah, mm. but he didn't. Oh, yes, he did. He That's right. Did. The green one. He got no, it the from, blue with the original blue yeah, one. Obi Wan Kenobi gave. Oh, it right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then like, he here, don't, here weapon, don't hurt yourself with this kid. A weapon for a more civilized. Age. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to tell you how to use it. Just take this laser it's sword like, and. That's, that's a, so it's basically like what the, what the the deleted scene in uh, Return of the Jedi was is when he says, "Yeah, I see you have a new lightsaber." He's like, "Yeah, your old one was a piece of shit. I threw it away." Actually, he dropped it when he freaking chopped his arm off. Yeah. Ah, fair yeah. point. 
But uh, it's like, I always laughed, laughed about that after the uh, Revenge of the Sith came out. Oh, this is your father's lightsaber. Mm. And it's like he's missing the... And he killed all those little younglings. Yeah, exactly. With it. It's got the blood of a thousand younglings <laughs> upon it. But have fun. <laughs> Don't cut yourself. <laughs> this is a good omen. You should have it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a good Going on Um... Uh, off this thing, just kind of something that I was pointing out, you could actually see the initiatic experience in the three original movies. You have Luke as a ch- basically a kid, yeah. full of adventure. Yeah. The second one, he sees a... F- uh, so that would be your basically your EA, my yep. opinion. Yeah. Second one is a fellow craft. He's got a little bit more lo- knowledge. He knows about the Force. He is not a Jedi Master. Mm. By Funny how they Jedi. use the word Jedi master yeah. but he's a fellow craft in a sense yeah he, he knows a little bit of shit but he still got his ass kicked if you rush off to be to meet vader now i cannot help you <laughs> yeah but if you think about it that'd be a fellow craft and then you have your um in a sense uh your master mason yeah. was where return of the jedi he's no. now he's also a jedi, jedi knight so ha 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 when he comes mm-hmm. back in return of the jedi yeah, he's Jedi Knight. Yeah, I would argue that Return of the Jedi is like fellow craft, Luke, because that's mm. manhood, and then age would be Last Jedi. Okay, you could, yeah. However, you could, angry. you could go with that. Mm-hmm. You also look at the progression. Yeah, because he's a past master. He's a past master. He's all, bitter, master. And he's all bitter and pissed off. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's not how he swung a lightsaber in my day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but I think in all all what, nine movies, all nine movies. Well. With the exception of the Nine, Rogue One that count. came out of nowhere. Rogue One's the, one of the best ones of them all. I know, yeah. but I'm saying it came out of nowhere. It was, um, solo, don't but let's go with the first solo three. Let's go with the first three movies. Uh, so that'd be your clone. What, what is it? Attack of the Clones. The first three meaning uh, chronologically? One? or Not chronologically. The first three meaning the, the, so the prequel Menace. that came out. Yeah, the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones, Attack which of- is unwatchable, and Revenge yes. of the Sith. Okay, so but you could also see Anakin doing those three initiatic experiences as well. For instance, in the first one, he's a little ass kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Second one, he's a Padawan learner, I believe he was called. And the third one, he kills a bunch. Third of one, he turned to a master mason, but he turned. Uh, well, he master fell mason. to the. Uh, he to fell the to the dark side. side. Yeah. He did not subdue his passions. He, uh, you know. And just so you know, another little tidbit, word bubble here. Padawan is a derivative of the Sanskrit and Bengali word. Padua, which means mm. one who studies or learns. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's cool. So, um, the more you know, the more you know. I mean, yeah. I guess I would have to go with the the Last Jedi is a definitely um, definitely Passmaster. He. he <laughs> <laughs> however, Skywalker took the actual Passmaster degree. <laughs> however, yeah. you could uh, say the Last Jedi being Luke's uh, ultimate. Um, passage through there because he does undergo what in essence is a symbolic death because he comes mm. back as force. Mike Lupo, he okay, was not yeah. given the rank of master. You're right, he was not. He was actually uh, I think it was a... Who, Luke or uh, Anakin? Neither, uh, neither technically. Yeah. Neither, if you really think about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, Luke didn't have anybody to say you're, okay, you're good to go. Well, he, but then again, neither he did. became a Jedi master when he taught... Um, Anakin, he says. Anakin. Oh, he's talking about Anakin. Okay, yes. Yeah. True. We afford you a seat on the council, but yeah, you will not that's, be given the, the rank of master. That's the this jealousy. is outrageous. Yeah, that's the jealousy that starts off the whole... It's kind of like the bullshit that happened to me when I became a district deputy. <laughs> it's actually like me yeah, you being... Yeah, uh, evil, too. It's actually like me being an AJ. We will give you... You are a district purple. deputy, but we don't recognize you as district deputy. Yeah. We will give you the purple apron, but we will not afford I'm you the sorry, title of right worshipful. Mm. <laughs> George, that's, that's me right now. Striking <laughs> down young masons. <laughs> Uh, anyway, 
Strike me down and you, I will become I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going at. down that freaking road. <laughs> That's does, a dark path for me to start going does on. Does this actually one. expand that lightsaber? Does it like... Yeah. Can you like... Eh, but it needs a little blue pill. Give it a flick. If it's Joe's, it needs a little blue pill. Yep. See? I got a point made. Use some force. <laughs> Use the force. Okay. That's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you make your own. You can make your own uh, sound. All right. No, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, that's let's like get. A, uh, it's got like a USB port on the bottom. Now. I couldn't bring my. Uh, I didn't want to bring my good ones. Okay, I'm gonna put this away before I start knocking over bottles Please and don't. stuff. Uh, let's continue on with the Celtic stories. Nuada has his hand cut off by dark name by king named Bress, who worked with. Uh, did I read this? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Uh, oh wait, no, I didn't. I thought you did. No. Um, I'm sorry. Where the hell was I? Let's try this again. Uh, we were talking about Lou and the flaming light. The, the flaming uh, sword of light is something that we also find in the story of the Garden of Eden, in which in the Torah, in which flaming swords of light guard Eden. Interesting. Oh. Um, yeah, it's the sword of... Um, God, what archangel had that sword? Michael. Was it Michael that had the flame? Yes, sword? I think he yeah. did have. The, I think it was Michael. And that shows up in Genesis there too. Yes, so, yeah. Dig it. Uh, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking we're devil worshippers. Can you dig it? Yeah, Saint Michael. Amazingly, yeah. amazingly, amazingly, we read the Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. amazingly. Uh, even though the best part is it's part of the Book of Enoch, but is it? Y'all need Jesus. Yeah. Esoteric Masonic traditions of the past have associated this flaming sword with the word and in some 18th ritual uh, degree rituals for the scottish rite this flaming sword is still used interesting oh it is oh we dipped in which shit degree to, which 18th? It, they say the 18th degree but mm. it is in the scottish rite but i don't know if they're talking about northern sonic another northern or southern masonic jurisdiction well, but there is Brother a York rite is that, northern. Ah, is it in the There's, night of the brazen serpent yes yeah right I flaming so. sword yeah, I think so. I remember uh, because yeah. the think prop, so. the prop for it was fucking terrible. <laughs> Knight of I'm the sorry, Brazen. The, what was the name of the serpent? serpent? Wow, Knight of the Brazen Serpent. I believe, I believe it's Brazen. I believe it is still pretty cool. Yeah, but I remember that. seeing the prop for it. It was a sword, and they just basically took paper and they just somebody made like flames out of paper oh, and they colored it in with. Crayon, yeah, you got to light that sword on fire. Yeah, I'm Come bringing, on. I'm bringing a lightsaber to the next one. All right, go. Um, let me get back to this then. Uh, so it's talking about the 18th degree of Scottish Rite, which I'm not sure if it is because our 18th degree is a rose claw. Claw. Uh, um, well, I think Brother Tim Hogan it, might be in Southern Masonic jurisdiction. I believe so. Yeah. In other quasi Masonic systems like Martinism, I have no idea. Is that like Martin Sheen, Martin Short? No, and Martinism is very similar to Rosicrucianism. Interesting. Very similar. Uh, it is during the first degree that the new initiate receives a sword of light, which is emblematical of the word in Freemasonry. The candidate of the first degree is received on a sharp in- implement, true, mm-hmm. in which many lodges in different cultures is the actual is actually in the form of a sword. We just use a shiv or, um. or a prison. We're yeah, not, I've, I've seen, been told I've seen we're it, not allowed to. Right, I've seen it used as a sword, but in our jurisdiction, we're usually our lodge. You walk in, it's like the Grand Lodge yeah. of Connecticut frowns on any weapon, offensive or defensive, within the lodge and the ritual. So we've been told we couldn't yes. use a sword or dagger for that. Yeah. Josh McCrae, Spaceballs was better than Star Wars. Yeah, I said it. I need no fight. <laughs> I need no need, no to, need fight to fight facts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really like Spaceballs for a different reason. Yeah. Is it because you have the beeps, the jeeps, and the creeps? Yeah. You the got what, it. the what, and the what? Yeah. Beep, boop, beep. 
I can't do the sound effects, man. I wish I could. I wish I could. That guy is just, he's a legend. Yes. Uh, so anyway, let's get back into this. So the candidate is received in the sword is similar manner. Luke receives the sword at the start of his journey. For the Star Wars, Luke Skywalker begins his studies under Obi-Wan, which he receives a lightsaber in many ways. Nuada is the model for Obi-Wan, and Lou is the model for Luke, which, interesting, Lou, L-U-G-H, and then you have Luke, which sounds somewhat similar, I guess. And Luke inherits a lightsaber from Obi-Wan in the same manner that Lou receives his flaming sword from Nuwada. The only difference here is that Luke gets his hand cut off by Vader instead of Obi-Wan. Mm. Interesting. Um, uh, pretty cool. I'm going to skip past all this, and we're going to get. I want to get into more of the Freemason part of it. Um, I wonder if George Lucas was influenced by any of this, or whether it's oh, absolutely, think so, absolutely. Yeah, he studied a lot of uh, ancient myths, ancient and mythology, yeah, okay. and, and built the, his story around that. Because, like you had alluded to earlier, there's certain things that are just kind of imprinted mm-hmm. yeah. in, in humans to to yep. interest them, and that that story of that hero's journey and hmm. myths are just one of those things that uh, are just kind of we're programmed to react to. Way to go, George Lucas. Yeah. Mm. Did your homework, bro. All right. So this is actually something else I, uh, I brought up here. Um, and this is a midnightfreemasons.org. They did a whole thing. It's the Midnight Masons, and it's five things you never thought of between Freemasonry and uh, Star Wars. And they We're write, reading a lot of their articles lately. Yeah. Give it a shot. We did it for Harry Potter, too. These guys Harry Potter! Harry Potter. There we go. I'm not saying George Lucas borrowed Masonic ideas, though he may have. I'm mm-hmm. saying that there are certain effable, ineffable truths in which speak to the human soul to which both Star Wars and Freemasonry allude. We Agreed. Explore Agreed there. Yep. five such illusions. Yep. This first one is called Anakin, Luke, and Hiram as the Master Craftsman. Okay. All right. We'll go with this. See where they go here. When we first meet Anakin and Luke, we learn that they are both very mechanically inclined. Anakin builds C-3PO from junk parts. Luke repairs him. When we first see the droid, he is without skin. R2-D2 comments that he is naked. When we finally get skin, it is tarnished brass later in the story he receives gold skin as a gift from padme the Hiram Mm -hmm. that we meet in the bible is the son of the widow sent to cast the bronze furnishing of the temple Uh, Mm -hmm. in two chronicles 13 through 14 he says he is said to be skilled in the work of gold and silver bronze and iron stone and wood purple and blue fine linen and crimson and to make any engravings to the accomplish any plan which may be given him. Interesting. If we, like Vitruvius, interpret the temple to be representat- representative of the human body. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm Vitruvian man. Okay. Death Star is the unfinished temple. The mo- monad or point within a circle has always been a symbol of the creative principle. The Death Star mirrors this, although it is elusive of the destructive principle. How can one symbol Mm -hmm. mean two things? In Kings 863, we learn that 22,000 oxen and 20,000 sheep and goats were sacrificed to dedicate the temple to the Lord. The Death Star was Mm -hmm. designed to serve as a symbol of the strength of the empire. Mm -hmm. It was employed to sacrifice planets in the service of maintaining an order 
in the galaxy. They are un, there are, uh, are the unfurnished temple and the unfinished Death Star two sides of the same coin? Interesting. Yeah, I never really thought about that. That's... Interesting. Well, that's what it says. Five things you wouldn't think of. Yeah. yeah. You guys are right. All right. Uh, let's try this one. Death, uh, Darth Vader is the tragic hero. Joe was just a tragic. <laughs> We're reading the comments again. We're going to stop doing that. Uh... <laughs> Danny Collins said that y'all built me in the basement <laughs> basement of Morningstar. It's like C-3PO is constructed by Anakin, I guess. Do you speak bocce? Uh, I speak many things. It's like a second language. The Darth- something language of moisture convert evaporator. Yes. <sighs> do that too. Fucking word. Whatever you that need. Goddamn Whatever word. You need. I hate that word. What moisture? Ah, yeah. It's moist. Get over ah. it. Stop being such a baby. <sighs> moist, moist, moist. It rakes my skin like chili does to you. Like, like Duncan Hines cake. It's very moist. <laughs> Darth Vader is the tragic hero. George Lucas has gone on record proclaiming Anakin as the hero in Star Wars. He is a hero in the tragic sense. He earns redemption through sacrificing himself for his son. Where is the parallel in Freemasonry? Preston included many literal allusions in his lectures. Among these is a reference to Hamlet's famous soliloquy. Hamlet is one of the best-known tragic heroes in literature. To be or not to be? Hmm. That is the question. Stretch. By Harold Hecuba. Stretch. Um, Somebody will get that. Uh, the Broken Column. Not me. The Schultz brothers will get Harold Hecuba. Okay. Is that like a... What's, is that like a... Reference in that hockey movie or something that you guys love so much? No, it's, it's Slap a shot or No, it's actually okay. a reference to Gilligan's Island where Har- oh. Harold Hecuba got stuck on the island and they put on a performance of Hamlet. <sighs> nose is freaking itchy. Stop doing the call. Broken column. In Freemasonry, we see the broken column as a symbol of the fragile state of our moral coil. In Star Wars, we see the symbol in the use of the Bacta tank. Oh, yes, the Bacta tank. Both Darth Vader and Luke are seen broken and floating in healing fluid. Is this a symbol of our humanity? Uh, I mean, nah. yeah, yeah, I guess. But what does it have to do with Freemasonry? Almost, See, this is why well, I'm it's sorry. Symbolic of a uh, rebirth because you're kind of in a almost like an embryonic fluid type. Yeah, thing, I mean to sound being rejuvenated. Healed. I don't mean to sound like the freaking ace here, but I don't mean to be an asshole about this. But like, I don't know. I have, I have a hard time. With the Midnight Freemasons thing. I'm sorry. You I'm sorry, guys. I apologize, brothers. You know Some what? things, I mean, they come up good, but then other things are just, I feel like it's a stretch. No, I, l- I like what they're trying to do here. Uh, I can appreciate it, but I'm not buying it. Uh, this is one more, Masonic Minute, which is interesting. Uh, Jedis and Freemasons, the oldest fraternity in the world. Interesting. Never would have thought of that. Jedi's are the oldest Jedi's, fraternity in the world. That's what they say in the movie, right? Isn't no, it? they actually oldest have fraternity of in the... women and females and of many species. No, 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 no. Order. Not what I meant. Oh, damn it! It's okay. just one of the oldest orders in in the galaxy, right? Isn't that the Jedi order? They always talk about it. it's like the oldest they in the galaxy. Ancient. It's ancient. Yeah, ancient. Whatever. I could I could see the they're correlation free. that they're making. We they, accept them. They allow women. So here we go. Let's go through this one right here. Uh, it basically talks about uh, after watching the new installment of the Star Wars Sage, I dwelled on the lore behind the Jedi Order and Saga. wanted to know more. I remember seeing 
a book in stories called The Jedi Path, which was a book released in the advent of prequels um, that detained many unspoken details of the Jedi Order, its philosophy. And okay. So it, and it talks about the trials. To become a Jedi and to earn the right to roam without master at your side at all times. Ah! Uh, to work and travel There we such. go. The work and travel okay. as such. All right. So all right. I like that. That I can get on board with. Yeah, yes. You cannot travel to another lodge. At least in this jurisdiction, and I think most of them are. But if, as you, as a fellow crafter and enterprentice, or quote unquote Padawan learner, yep. uh, you cannot travel. Yeah, and you're you not cannot act as such. You are yep. not a master. Yep. Interesting. You're I like just that following one. orders at that point. And it talks about the the initiatic hmm. trials. In these trials of the Padawan include demonstrating knowledge of the Jedi code. Okay. Okay. We sure. have to learn uh, catechism. Yeah, yeah. We have to establish learn. proficiency. Which I have the Jedi code here. If you'd like me to read that. Oh, mm-hmm. but dude, let's just start. Yeah. yeah, then we'll have you, you read let it. Let me but know. When you take a degree, yeah, we hand you a little coded book. Yeah. <laughs> and what do they say to you? Learn it. Or die. Jesus Christ! We don't <laughs> say die. <laughs> or you can't advance to the next All degree. Right. right. So. Okay. I thought we were just doing like demonstrating self-discipline, word that you can which learn. you must memorize before proceeding to the next degree. Right, demonstrating self-discipline. Yeah, let's, mm. and then prove your connection with the force. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, that could be uh, an allegory to our obligations. Before right. embarking on any great journey, one must uh, profess belief in deity or provoke the name of mm-hmm. invoke the name read of the deity. Jedi code let's hear it it is there is no emotion there is peace mm. there is no ignorance there is knowledge there is no passion there is serenity there is no chaos there is harmony oh there is no death there is the false okay so um uh. So uh, subdue, harmony. There's no emotion. Subdue your passions. Subdue your passions. We're talking about harmony, which, which yeah. you know, there's which no ignorance. There's central. only knowledge. So it's the essential part of Freemasonry is the search for knowledge. Yep. Correct. Uh, again, no passion. There is serenity. So again, yep. referring to subduing, subduing the, the, passions. the passions. There is no chaos. You know, order from chaos is a is ordo ab chaos is a big part of it. And yep. um, there is harmony. Harmony is a big, harmony being the strength and support of all society. Awesome. More Ken's especially lodge. of ours. <laughs> and also my lodge. Yeah. And there is no lodge. death. There is the force. So there is no true death. There is only a, uh, a mortal death to which then you become uh, part of the force. Yeah. If you uh, also Blue compare that ghost. to... Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Yeah. If you compare that to the tragedy of the third, I mean, he died. He was raised. Have you ever been told yep. about tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Oh, God. I have not. Jesus Christ. I have a feeling you're going to tell us anyway, though. Uh, the path itself, as in Freemasonry, the Jedi Order is made up of three levels. There we go. The Initiatic, the Padawan, and the Jedi Knight. Oh. What the hell is the difference between the Jedi Knight actually, and Jedi Master? What about Jedi Master? Time out. I, have to, I have to jump in here because All as right. I'm like just making funny comments about, uh, are you familiar with the, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Mm-hmm. That's actually a quote from the at the time uh, chancellor palpatine mm-hmm. to anakin in a way to unlock the true secrets uh, and powers of the force the dark mm-hmm. side so because darth plagueis turns to the dark side right correct yeah, it, okay. and that's who uh palpatine killed to become the the oh. the um, lead sith in the rule of two but it's in essence hmm. he's saying 
you must, uh, I must teach you the tragedy of, you know, it's Darth Plagueis, but let's just say tragedy of the wise man in order for you to reach the true secrets and powers of fill-in-the-blanks Freemasonry. Right, right, right. So you have to go yeah. through that tragedy of the third degree before the secrets of Freemasonry, all the secrets of Freemasonry are open to you. Which is, yeah. Okay, all right. How about that? Mm. So uh, did they write about that in Midnight Freemasons? I don't think they did. I think you should write your own paper on this, Joe. All right. <laughs> Joe Schultz. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love I'm skipping brother. over it. Um, Jedi Knight is designed uh, is a designation of the full member of the Jedi Order. After completion of instruction by the Jedi Master, the Padawan goes through the trials mentioned earlier to complete their training. Only when they are able to become a Jedi Knight and can take on full membership role in the Order. That's pretty much us. Mm-hmm. You're not a full member until you're a Master Master. You're not allowed to vote. So nope. if you think about it, think of the, the Jedi Knight as almost the fellow craft. And there's certain trials that you go through symbolically in the third degree before you can achieve the title of Master Mason. Correct. Right. Um, Let's go on to the next one here. It says, the Jedi Masters, or how we may see mentors, past masters, and officers within a lodge. Here we go. Jedi Masters. Here we go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Past Masters. (laughs) Pissed off all the time. That's how they end up being Sith. Act as the governing body of the Jedi Order as its senior members. They are responsible for deciding how the Jedi are to be trained and work with each other to keep the order running smoothly. A little bit different for us because the the master of the lodge, the worshipful master, is kind of the de facto leader, right? I mean, as an immediate past master or a past master, you have that kind of advisory role, but you don't have governance. Joe, while we're sitting here, sorry, Ken, while we're sitting here, can you find out how many, remember the Jedi Council? Find out how many members were sitting there. I'm interested about that, and you'll pick up what I'm putting down in a minute. Because I'm thinking about when we took our, uh, Ken, I'm thinking about when we took our um, Order of the Temple. Mm-hmm. How, How many, many knights were signed? Uh, there you go. Okay. So I'm picking up. Um, let's see here. Uh, where did I leave off? Which was taken directly from Templary, which Correct. If, uh, George Lucas... Had that similar influence. Uh, yeah, he had to have. Had to have. I think there were eight on the Jedi Council. I could be wrong. I mean, if I remember correctly, it was. I'm three, thinking it might be 12. Six, nine, 12. There was. 12 would be interesting, too. Because 12 would be interesting because we talk about the reason why we have a certain amount of knights at the triangle. It is okay. 12. It is 12. Okay. So, so the you reason. Have three equal sides of four. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. This one's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Here's why. Okay, ready? Ready? We had a certain amount of knights at the triangle. You remember, Ken? Yes. And it correlated with the apostles. But one right. fell oh, from grace. That's right. Who okay. was on the Jedi Council in Star Wars and fell from grace? He was not afforded this, the rank of master, though. Um, but you're picking up what anyone I'm, who was sitting yes, on the he council. Was, you're picking he was up what I'm putting down. He was the 12th. He was, oh, okay. he was included in the 12th. All right. Oh, yes. And, okay. uh, and he fell from grace. All right. He's the Judas. He is the Jew. Right? Correct. There were also 12 fellow crafts in. Uh, oh, there you go. Bingo. Master Mason degree. Interesting uh, how that number correlates to how many were on the council. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's continue. As senior members do in a lodge, however, the final say on this goes to the worshipful master in the lodge, personified in the Jedi by the Jedi Grand Master, a title bestowed on those were interesting uses Grand Master. 
uh, a title bestowed only uh, on those worthy enough of governing the order. In the context of the films, Jedi Grandmaster Yoda is the only Grandmaster mentioned in the franchise. Interesting. Yeah. Yoda mm-hmm. is speculated that it the name to be, come from the Sanskrit word Yodha, which means warrior, or the Hebrew name Yodea, meaning one who knows. Bingo. Uh. Interesting. Let's get into the pillars. Um, through throughout the throughout masonry, we see many moral lessons presented in the context of architecture. Uh, throughout ancient history, uh, many architectural phenomenon carry religious and esoteric meaning with them. The Jedi are no different. As the force moves all around the Jedi, the presence of the grand architect of the universe provides uh, presides everywhere. In Freemasonry. We recognize the cardinal virtues in the form of pillars or tenets of Freemasonry. In the context of the Jedi, the temple on Coruscant shows three pillars in front guarding the way. Hmm. These pillars are noted as the force, knowledge, self-discipline. So there's the three. Okay. Also known as similar. So let's say the force, knowledge, and discipline. Is that what you said the three were? The force, knowledge, and discipline, yep. So wisdom, wisdom strength, strength, and beauty. Wisdom, strength, and beauty, yeah. There you say, go. Holy shit. Mm. Of which these can be translated to masonry is the three great lights being... Oh, oh there we go. Three great lights. We do go there, too. Uh, the Bible, square and compasses. The Bible, there is to remind us that deity is extremely important and that deity is the force as important as the Jedi. Okay, so that's their deity. They're using, they're correlating the force with being deity. Okay. Well, that is like the religious aspect of their order, right? Yeah, okay. So Correct. Force equals higher power. Uh, the square is to show us that we must honestly, we must be honest for, with, forthwith in everything we do, just as a Jedi must have self-discipline. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I would even say the compasses. I would go with the compasses. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say that. Um, and finally, we must use the yeah, compasses. Your actions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the compasses to circumscribe our desires and to keep our passions within due bounds so that we may receive the most well-rounded education and that we can continue to seek a well-rounded knowledge as masters. Uh, though we may never know whether or not George Lucas intentionally used Masonic ideals in the construction of the Jedi Order. I believe he did. I pr- I think he probably took it not just Freemasonry. Let me be clear about this. So I'm not we're not taking credit for shit. Right. But I think he probably took uh, when he was coming up with the Jedi Order and what they stood for and all that stuff and what their tenets were. He probably took a lot of chivalric orders and he meshed them into you know, right. Knights Which, Templar. Freemasonry took you know. a lot of its inspiration from probably those same orders. So I think there's a commonality, but I don't think there's you know mm-hmm. a direct. Lineage. I would agree. I would agree. Um, Hold on. Let's see here. Uh, Kelly Blankenship. To argue semantics, seeing as how the Jewish Council Grand Lodge was disbanded and no longer existed at the time, does that make Luke a (laughs) god? The Jewish, so he oh, he means the Jedi. Jedi, the Jedi yes. Council. Jedi does that Council. make Luke a clandy? Yeah, I mean, Spell check is a bitch. Of, oh, boy. Good I mean, there is that. no Grand Lodge anymore for uh, Luke to be part of. So, yeah, he's basically just like just <laughs> rolling dirty, rolling clandy. Well, he, he's kinda, well, he's more of a, a Mason at large. Yeah. He's more of a Mason at large. I wouldn't say he's a clandy. There just is no uh, Grand Lodge or any lodge left right. anymore. But, so yeah. He's, he's uh, almost... Uh, Similar to like a uh, a Ronin in in Japanese samurai tradition, where he's a, a masterless samurai. Yeah, 
Uh, Joseph Schultz, I wonder okay. if they have chili night at the Jelly Jedi Temple. <laughs> I don't know. Ask I'll your mom. They did. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's just that's just scraping the bottom of the barrel. You got better than that. God, that was a terrible one. <laughs> what do you see on the playback? The face I made into the camera when I said it. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Schultz. So much for subduing our passions. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm a, we can all be rough ashlers at times. That's Something true. I was just speaking of rough you're wearing that robe. Speaking of rough ashlers. Oh God. For as little as five dollars a month, uh, you can uh, join us on Patreon and become a Discord member, where you'll receive exclusive Patreon content, access to the Discord channels, and the elusive gold tone Freemasons podcast podcast pen. That is all. Uh, so I wanted this Masonic minute. I got to give credit, kudos to this brother. This one I actually like better than the than the uh, than the uh, Midnight Masons one. This goes. Uh, this is a shout out to uh, brother Matthew R. Ross, Battle Creek Lodge Number Twelve, Grand Lodge of Michigan, F and A M. You know that Crick. sounds that sounds familiar. I think we have a brother either in Discord or yep. that follows from us from Battle Creek, of, Michigan. Yeah. Battle I Creek. remember yep. that because there was a wrestler named Sweet Hansen that hailed from Battle Creek. Michigan. From Battle Creek, uh, yeah. I think that's also where Kellogg's is. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So, uh, if you any brothers right. know out there, uh, let uh, Brother Matthew Ross know that we give him a shout out. That was a that was a yeah. fantastic article he wrote there in that Mas- in that Masonic minute. Nicely done. Going back, if I may, um, talking about um, how the Jedi Order was destroyed by the government and everything. Do you think that has any type of play, or the government were of Coruscant or the Empire or? Republic, whatever you want well, to call it, it was all Chancellor Palpatine, really. But I'm but he can, he ran the Republic, right? You think there's any correlation between that and Nazi Germany and what they did to the Freemasons? Well, well I mean, you, to what they did to a lot to, of people. I, I <laughs> well, I mean, you have this this government that that came off as if they were like super nice yeah. and oh, we're here for the people and all that stuff, and we're they here ended to protect up, you. That's basically we're here to protect there you. Are direct correlations between the empire and and the nazis and they were actually used as a, a model that really you can see it in their uniforms they're usually gray or black yep. yeah the term stormtroopers came directly from um the ss the, the ss yeah uh, so yeah their there, uniforms had a, those high high lapels it was of. definitely <laughs> done in a way to invoke the image and imagery of uh, nazi germany well, there you go so now with that being said, and that was uh, and that's a fact. I'm assuming, right? That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that, I think Lucas has actually come right out and said right. that. So now you have a a f- order of of Freemasonry that was basically. I mean, he he tore open all their lodges and you know basically tore down the institution of Freemasonry. Mm, I mean, it's a quasi religious right? order, a lot like Freemasonry was. But when you think about it, that's just what fascists do, man. Like sure. fascist governments mm-hmm. want to, you know, upend all of that. Just kind something of stuff. I thought about. But yeah, yeah there's there's definitely um, I don't know if it was inspired. Joseph Schultz, sorry I struck a nerve. It's all make believe and Josie still wouldn't win. <laughs> What the hell is he talking about? Fucking chili cook off. Oh, he's Jedi still talking about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's got to come out here. Hey, last time it was as, mine. This one's yours. As Santa Claus, Own once, it. As Santa Claus once said, ask your mom if I'm real. <laughs> Bring a pot of chili up here. We'll throw down. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. What else? Let's go. All right. So I'm going to go off the articles here. Let's just talk just in general. Uh, what do we think? You got any other correlations or things you could see? Um, I think there's like there's there's a natural correlation drawn just between you know seekers of light. Mm-hmm. You've got that kind of monastic order um, where 
Um, the Jedi are, are not allowed there. They're not supposed to have any emotional ties, which kind of goes to the subdue your passions because um, they felt that that was a, a weakness if you let your emotions control you, and that would lead to where the fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate. Yeah, and also it's a liability Ooh, to have somebody. Hate leads to suffer. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Blankenship, so are the Mandalorians the Hashashin? Ooh, that's a um, good one. That's actually a really good question. It's it is a good that perhaps correlation. Perhaps we can... Uh, Explore as the the Mandalorian. To me, the Mandalorians are kind of the Star Wars version of the Klingons. Um, yeah, with their code of honor and their warrior class type thing. Yeah, they but, don't do um, much else except fight. That's they are in essence assassins. So yeah, that would actually be. Uh, we may have to do that on a. That's a good point. On a future no. episode. That's mm. a good one. We'll have to revisit this. There's a lot there for sure. Good point, Kelly. I was actually trying to find in my head. Um, Funny room. I guess I walked into that one, didn't I? Um, I was trying to find uh, what would be the three ruffians of Star Wars if Freemasonry um, was a influence or the Masonic story. So you got uh, your Hiram, which is probably going to be your... I mean, it could be Luke. It could be... You know what I mean? But you always have... Uh, whoever the hero is in that current arc. And then... You know what I mean? If we're, if we're dragging the Masonic... I mean, besides, right. who's going to be your three, you know? Well, you could, um, let's let's think of what he had to over... So I would say Grand Moff Tarkin would be one of them, probably the first ruffian. He was um, yeah. Peter Cushing, right? Peter Cushing? I think it was Peter Cushing, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Grand Moff Tarkin, the original one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that was... Is it Peter, or am I getting... A, yeah. No, I think you're right. Him and I always get him and the guy that played Dooku's name confused because they both played Dracula. I don't think it was Peter <coughs> Cushing who played Dooku. Yeah, there you yeah, go, Peter Cushing. Moff Tarkin. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he would only he was the the main Vader was kind of a a sidebar villain in uh, in the first movie. So you got Tarkin, you've got potentially you have Vader in the second movie as the second ruffian, and ultimately you have, probably have the Emperor. The Emperor as the third. Chris the third. B says Boba Fett. Um. But then who are the other two? I Bosk and Dangar? More, yeah, I think Boba Fett's more of a... Um, he was more of a nemesis for Solo than uh Yeah, exactly. He was Luke. the antagonist for It for depends Solo. on who... You, I mean, if, if you go on... If you go on Han here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive deep into you. If you go as uh, Han Solo's uh, initiation into the Masonic Order, mm-hmm. which he didn't become a Jedi, I know, but I'm just saying. So he had Boba Fett. He had um, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, those were his... And uh, I'm sure there was somebody else. You could go uh, Beckett in the the solo movie. So you can go that route with Boba Fett. I don't know that he directly would relate to Luke's journey, though. So I'm going to go a little different. And I'm going to take it from this route. Uh, And I'm going to primarily go with the Return of the Jedi. Uh, And the reason being is because uh, you had three, in a sense, at least this is my opinion, you had three ruffians in there. Um, number one would be, I mean, you could go, go to uh, Jabba the Hutt, and then you can go the Emperor and uh, Vader. Mm-hmm. Or in the very end of the, sh- of the, of the, the movie uh, of Return of the Jedi, you had basically Luke was there being tempted. By the dark side. By the yeah. dark side, which is where if you want to compare it to Hiram, give me the word. Give me the word. Give us the word. You know what I mean? And they were trying to force him. Uh, But in our story, he never lost his nerve. 
You have failed, Your Highness. I will not turn. I am Jedi like my father before me. And this is why I think uh, the Masonic story has been dubbed on. There's no way... There's no way, and a pardon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use some foul language here. So if you have kids, cover your ears. But there's no way. I thought we decided not to use foul language. Here's, hear me out, okay? We're all parents, right? Just throw the word crap in there instead. Yeah. How many times you had one kid be like, "Can I get some candy?" No. And then the second kid's up, "Can I get some candy?" No. By the time you get to the third kid, they're like, "Can I get some candy?" You're like, "No, no, get away from me!" (laughs) I can honestly say I don't think that's ever happened to Kennedy. Yeah, I don't think that's happened to me. But you've had people. Usually, the other kid right. will look at the first kid, and if the kid asks for candy, he'll just be like, "Yeah, okay." I'm not well, I'm just, you only have two, candy. so there is. I'm no just making exactly. a point that there's one. no way that Hiram, who's being threatened by three people, didn't lose his shit at some point and get angry. I mean, well, yeah, because he's he's yelling at the I cannot and will not. Thank <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you. Leave me the frig alone. But the story says <laughs> that's that where I was going with it. The story, as we've heard it, as we retell it, says uh. that he was never tempted. To give up the right, but he might have no, but he might have been pissed off because he keeps getting bothered. Yeah, okay. First, he's like, "Child, go sit down. You'll get it when I'm ready to get it." He might have struck down some younglings during the course of that. (laughs) I could see that. So, and and the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, I think there was the three ruffians would be um, at least in the Star Wars. The last one you could could surmise would be the Emperor, Vader, and Luke himself. Because like he's, see, his, he's his own ruffian. If you also well, if yeah, in a sense, because he's wrestling with yeah. himself. Because you in that movie, in the end, there you see where he is being tempted, and he's like, "Shit!" That's like <laughs> dancing with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like dancing, dancing with yourself. yourself. Uh, 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 uh. You get what I'm saying, though? Do you, are you picking up? Dancing with myself. <laughs> yes, but there's actually so. I'll go real deep cut for the real nerds out there that have watched the Clone Wars um, mm-hmm. and season six, the lost episodes that originally did not air but now are available on YouTube. Oh, Yoda goes through a trial where he meets, in essence, it's almost uh, it's almost like the Odyssey in a way, where he meets this group that kind of resembles the Sirens. Mm. And okay. then um, he goes through, and I forget who else he meets, but then finally there's... Uh, is it Darth Nihilus or Darth Bane? I think it's Darth Bane that he meets at the end. It gives him like his final trial. So it's kind of a, a huh. cool episode. And now that I'm thinking back, there's uh, there's definitely some correlations through his journey and his uh, his temptation. And I believe he meets with three groups. I'll, I'll have to go back and rewatch that. But it's season six, one of the lost okay. episodes, one of the very last episodes uh, that initially never aired. You know the uh, walking through the tree, like uh, Luke. He's when he's on Dagobah, he has to go through that tree, and like inside the cave tree, there's uh, he has to. There's like a Darth Vader replica there that yes. he kind of contends with, and it ends up being his face. Mm. That happens in a couple different movies. What's in the it? cave? Only what you bring with you. Yeah, it's just like interesting it's, because it's those those areas that are like strong with the dark side of the Force. Have to have some kind of parallel, I think. And I think that was more thing. symbolic to the uh, chamber of reflection. Because yeah, there's some yeah, self reflection. Only yeah, what you bring you just, in with you. It's only what's right, you, what what you bring uh, in uh, Kelly Blankenship uh, going back on the um, going back on the uh, Mandalorian thing. He says, uh, but they remain loyal to themselves and they are, have their own creed and obligations. Yet they collaborate and share knowledge with others. Um. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's like a whole other that, warrior point. order. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to exp- uh, explore that. Uh, uh, it, what's the proper pronunciation? Hashashin. Hashashin. Yes. Yeah. Which is where you get the hashish from. 
and you get assassin. Yep, because they were in part of the story is they were the, the Hashishins were stoned out of their mind in order for to get them to go and do all the brutal assassination shit that they did. Oh, One of their really? targets, believe it or not, was actually uh, uh, Saladin himself. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I mean, that was a that was a story about the berserkers too. The berserkers were ate like. Uh, it's not ersatz. I always want to say ersatz, but it's Shrooms. something else. But it's like something in the bread, and it's Shrooms. like some. Yeah, it's more like. Is it like why the wild yeast in the bread? Yeah. Like, well, uh, no, it like made some kind of mold. It oh, okay. Was, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. It was like having. It was like eating psilocybin mushrooms. It was like a hallucinogen, and it made him go all crazy. I don't know. Hence yeah. the name berserkers. Hence the name berserkers. Um. Anyway, what do you think? How do we do? Do do do. Do, do, do. Uh, Quick update. I'm beating Jim Devaney 116 to 65 oh, right now with a 98% chance of winning. Do, 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 do. Ken can't <laughs> put points up. We're, I'm in like in the 80s with uh, Brother Joe G here. It's it's ugly. It's going to be a lot of teams tied. It's going to be a mad dash to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm actually projected to win, which is amazing. George, because, you're actually uh, oh, shit. catching up a bit. Look at us. Do, 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 do. Can we do that? Are we going to get sued for that? No, I think uh, we're fine. fine. It's a jingle. Who the hell's Apao Chili? I think it's Perry Bartovic. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps changing his name just to mess with you, so it's got to be him. Uh, anyway. He doesn't like I, uh, no. I think we beat this one with a dead horse. Yeah, I think, I think we're think good, we beat but this we, we're going to have to do that part two of the Mandalorians and the Hashashin. Yeah, I like this. Mandalorians, I think, would be very similar to the Hashashin. They were a assassin yeah. group, um, which, if you're going to go Mandalorian, uh, they were a the bounty hunters, which... Yeah. A hashishin is basically they the were same in thing. Essence mercenaries, correct? mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, freelance assassins, basically. Yeah, uh, it's where it's actually where you get the the derivative of the word assassin came from. Hashishin, assassin. Does that just mean I'm gonna have to go out and buy another mask? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think I'm just gonna do, wear like oh, remember that game on PlayStation Hitman where you had like the black oh, yeah, tie, the white guy. shirt, and the white yeah, yeah the wasn't, that, guy? wasn't that like your profile picture for a while? It was. Yeah, I remember. I don't know. That's yeah. really? I can't imagine that's, why you get. I think that's where we had the whole, Where'd you dig that from? I think Freaking that's when we had the whole circa 2008. No, because I think that was right around the time that we Creeper. had the whole uh, pipe bomb incident. That was the your. That was your. Um, really? Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or no, like knowledge bomb. Or yeah, truth bomb. no, it was. It, off it was pipe, it was pipe bomb, and you guys bomb, yeah. shut that shit we down. Like, yeah. I think we yeah. settled on truth bomb. bomb. Yeah, we still got to do the judge. Or no, Judy. it was like the injection one. What the hell was it? Speaking of bombs, how about that chili? What? Nothing. Which chili? Any chili. No, oh, your chili's good. What you mean? Because your chili bombed? And we. Talking about Perry's team now again. Yeah, I'm confused. No, I'm talking about how here. Joe lost to Chili. It's always Chili bombed. They cheated. <laughs> they cheated. Strike me down now, and you will only make me more powerful. Uh, Joseph Schultz. I never knew a Chili cook off its car, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it doesn't take. Much. Actually, we can go rage against the Chili. How I could just kill a man. You like that one? It's pretty good. Uh, have I you tried. guys had a chili cook-off at Morningstar in no. a while? Okay. No, because I will blackball it in that shit right on I its spot because I hate chili cook-offs. No. Maybe we should have a clam bake. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're just being, now you're just being naughty. Now you're just making men mad. <laughs> We're not going to open that can of no, worms. That's, that's something that's you can find about in Discord idea. if you want to know about it. <laughs> Very nicely done. <laughs> Would that be... <laughs> 
inside. Let's shut and this right down. Right at the hour mark, too. Well done, Joe. Uh, let's shut this shit down. <laughs> for, thanks for all tuning in for the Freemasons podcast. I'm Ray Rochelle Brother George Mudry signing off. Rochelle Brother Joe signing off. And Rochelle Brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. This is not the oh, podcast you're shit. looking for. God bless. <laughs>